Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. This is Marsha Lazarus, and I'm sitting with Rabbi Linda Motzkin. Rabbi Linda and her husband, Rabbi Jonathan Rubenstein, have served as co-rabbis at Temple Sinai in downtown Saratoga Springs since 1986. I also understand, Rabbi Linda, that you are a Torah scribe, an author, a parchment maker, and a lifelong artist, that your artwork will be shown in a solo exhibit at the Spring Street Gallery in Saratoga Springs beginning this Sunday, November 13th, and will run through December 19th, and that the exhibit is called between heaven and earth. So how did this name come to be? I like the phrase. It's actually the title of one of the pieces in the exhibit. There's Hebrew calligraphy in all of my art pieces. In that particular piece, the quote comes from a passage in the Talmud. Uh, it's a passage that's well known to anybody that's sort of explored the Jewish mystical tradition. This is a passage in which Four rabbinic sages engage in mystical exploration and have different consequences as a result of engaging this mystical in this mystical exploration. It doesn't turn out so well for all of them. Uh, one dies, one goes mad, one becomes an apostate, and only one is able to assimilate what the, he has learned and manage to um, continue to, to live and thrive. Um, that's Rabbi Akiva, well-known rabbinic sage, the one who loses his mind is Benzoma. And the Talmudic passage describes a little bit Benzoma, Benzoma's madness. And he's, you know, the teacher sort of asks, where are you? Um, where have you gone? And he says that he's contemplating the separation of the waters. If you know your Bible, you know, the second day of creation in Genesis is when God separates the waters below from the waters above and creates the separation between heaven and earth. And um, what uh, Benzoma going mad says is, there's only a span of three fingers width between them. This is the quote that I use in the art piece. Um, when he says this, Rabbi Joshua concludes that Benzoma has gone outside, that he's just departed this realm, that he's lost his mind. But I actually loved this idea that we think of the distance between heaven and earth as being this huge gap that's so insurmountable. And there's something so provocative and I think wonderful about asserting that the distance between heaven and earth is actually really tiny. It's only the span of three fingers. And I think about how it's sometimes said that there's a fine line between a genius and a madman, that a madman may actually be someone who is just more in tuned to um, brilliant insights like a genius, but not able to express them in a way that the rest of us can understand. So we just think that they're crazy. And I think that there's um, something about this notion that heaven and earth is, are not hugely separate, but actually really close, um, that I find very compelling.
And so I used that piece, um, you know, I developed that idea in that particular piece, which is in the exhibit. And then sort of thinking more broadly about that, um, I think that this idea of living between heaven and earth and trying to navigate and understand what it is to live in a realm that isn't the highest and the holiest that's down here in the realm of the material and the human and trying to live a life that can be as full and sacred and beautiful and holy um, seems to me in some way that idea encapsulates not just everything I do in my artwork, but everything I've done in my life as a rabbi and my life as a religiously observant, spiritually sensitive Jew. The Jewish tradition um, is, uh, in the Jewish tradition, there is this idea that we are here on this earth to do what we can to make things better, right? We have mitzvot, we have commandments that are supposed to enrich our lives, enrich the lives of those around us and help make the world a better place. And there's another passage in the Talmud from Pirkei Avot that says that yours is not to complete the task, but neither are you free to desist from it. So each of us operates somewhere in that realm between heaven and earth, trying to do what we can to reach upward toward heaven while living grounded here in this material re reality that is flawed and broken and imperfect and not heavenly. But each of us can do something to reach upwards. So I think both of those ideas, the idea of a flawed reality in which we live as we strive for something better, and also the idea that the gap between what we envision and where we are is hugely insurmountable, but maybe only three finger breadths wide. I find both of those very compelling. And so when I was trying to come up with the idea of a you know, the title for this exhibit, someone um, said to me, oftentimes the exhibit is the title of one of the pieces in the exhibit. I thought, ah, between heaven and earth. This idea, do you feel that this permeates your work in general? Yes, and in part that's because, partly of course it's because I'm a rabbi and this is my orientation to the world, and in part it's because of the material I'm using. All of my Hebrew calligraphic artwork is done on parchment, on animal skins that I couldn't use for the Torah project because they are blemished, because they are torn, because they are imperfect. You know, for a Torah, I need to be able to cut a rectangle that is smooth and clean and doesn't have holes and doesn't have scars and doesn't have deer ticks and is, you know, um, pristine for writing a panel of Torah. In the process of making all this parchment for the Torah that I'm writing, I wind up having a lot of pieces of parchment that are, um, misshapen and scarred and blemished and weird. And that's the material I use for my artwork. So the material itself is something that is flawed, that is um, 
uh, scarred that in some cases is bloody or has blood stains, but through my artwork is transformed or uplifted or again, part of this reaching from this realm of imperfect earth that we live on to something higher. So that the, the material itself of the artwork I do um, resonates with that theme as well. The beauty is that we can take these flaws and blemishes and imperfections and make something beautiful, even sacred, even holy out of them. I understand that a portion of the proceeds from the sale of your work will be going towards the funding of the Bread and Torah project. Yes. So um, the Bread and Torah project is a combination of um, Rabbi Jonathan and my passions and interests. So his is a baker and mine is a scribe and artist. And uh, we developed Bread and Torah as an educational enterprise to share um, hands-on Jewish activities and teaching around bread making and uh, scribal arts, Jewish you know, physical and spiritual sustenance um, based on a verse that comes from the Talmud. If there's no bread, there's no Torah. If there's no Torah, there's no bread, that you need both physical and spiritual sustenance. So that's where the name bread and Torah comes from. And so through bread and Torah, we have done um, lots of teaching, travel to different communities to share our knowledge and expertise in these areas. We've also, and this relates to the sale of the artwork, my husband started this slice of heaven bakery at the temple and uh, proceeds from the sale of baked goods through the bakery have gone to charitable causes, funds from the sale of my artwork similarly um, will be directed toward uh, charitable causes, including support of anti-poverty initiatives, social justice, environmental programs, both in our local Saratoga community and beyond. And the show will be up till December 19th. Okay. And the opening on Sunday is from on the 13th from two to four. And the number to call if you want to schedule an appointment, uh, 518-290-0660. Actually, they ask that you text Belinda Colon.